Greetings, this is podcast number 71 of Blast the Right. I'm Jack Clark from TheRationalRadical.com, www.TheRationalRadical.com. Today, we'll discuss how George W. Bush, even after the midterm elections, is continuing to appoint right-wing extremists to critically important government posts. Then a quick blast about Hugo Chavez's landslide election victory in Venezuela. We'll end with a listener comment from Asia. Let's get right into it. I know you're going to think I've written a skit for Saturday Night Live, and I'm trying it out on you. As a New York Times editorial put it, quote, It sounds like a late-night parody of President Bush's bad habit of filling key posts with extreme ideologues and incompetence, close quote. But unfortunately, this isn't a comedy sketch. This is all 100% real. Bush world real, but real nevertheless. My sources are the New York Times, Interpress Service, the Seattle Post Intelligencer, the website of the Department of Health and Human Services, the website of Senator Edward Kennedy, and PlannedParenthood.org. First, some background about the federal program in question, an advocacy group, and the doctor who heads that group. Title X is a federal program that provides family planning and preventive health care services to the indigent. It was set up in 1970 with wide bipartisan support. Yes, back then, Republicans had a wing that wasn't extreme right. I'm going to tell you about the program by reading what it says on its website. That way, there can't be any doubt about its purpose. Quote, Created in 1970, the Title X program is the only federal program solely dedicated to family planning and reproductive health, with a mandate to provide a broad range of acceptable and effective family planning methods and services. The program supports a nationwide network of approximately 4,600 clinics and provides reproductive health services to approximately 5 million persons each year. Close quote. 5 million people a year are helped. Its reach is vast. Quote, Services are delivered through a network of community-based clinics that include state and local health departments, hospitals, university health clinics, Planned Parenthood affiliates, independent clinics, and public and nonprofit agencies. In nearly 75% of U.S. counties, at least one provider of contraceptive services is funded by the Title X Family Planning Program. Close quote. What are some specific things Title X does? Quote, Each year, publicly subsidized family planning services help women avoid an estimated 1.3 million unintended pregnancies. Estimates also show that every public dollar spent for contraceptive services saves an average of $3 in Medicaid costs for pregnancy-related health care and for medical care of newborns. Title X services assist individuals in preventing sexually transmitted infections, including HIV, and also play a major role in the early detection of breast and cervical cancer. Close quote. Finally, who does this help? People whom the right detests. The poor, 
quote, Title X funded services available regardless of ability to pay help ensure access to reproductive health care for low-income and uninsured persons, a population which is disproportionately composed of racial and ethnic minorities, close quote. It's been estimated that since its founding, this Title X office's contraceptive services have, quote, helped women avoid an estimated 20 million pregnancies, close quote. I don't have any specific numbers, but you can bet your bottom dollar that it's also saved countless lives through its breast and cervical cancer screening services. Okay, that's the federal agency. It's a good thing. Let's go on to the advocacy group called A Woman's Concern, AWC for short. This group is not just anti-abortion, but is fanatically opposed to birth control. For anyone. Anyone. AWC runs a network of Christian crisis pregnancy health centers in the Boston, Massachusetts area. These health centers refuse to distribute or even offer referrals to contraceptive drugs or devices. Abstinence only is the only way to avoid unwanted pregnancies, according to AWC. AWC even opposes contraception for married women. Its website has stated that contraceptive drugs and devices are, quote, demeaning to women, degrading of human sexuality, and adverse to human health and happiness, close quote. Let me add that this group, in its anti-abortion counseling, also spreads the, quote, scary and medically inaccurate myth that having an abortion steeply increases the risk of breast cancer, close quote. Okay, you get the idea. Not exactly a mainstream group. Now on to the doctor. AWC's medical director is an obstetrician and gynecologist by the name of Eric Kerouac. In addition to his support of AWC's extremist, anti-contraception, abstinence-only ideology, Dr. Kerouac is, quote, nationally known for his wacky theory about reproductive health. When speaking at abstinence conferences across the country, and in his writings, Dr. Kerouac has promoted the novel argument that sex with multiple partners alters brain chemistry in a way that makes it harder for women to form bonding relationships. One of the researchers cited by Dr. Kerouac has called the claim complete pseudoscience unsupported by her findings. Close quote. The Los Angeles Times has described Kerouac as, quote, an extremist so out of line with scientific thought that it is difficult to describe his views without laughing. Close quote. I would be laughing, but for the following. Crying may be more in order. Can you think of a guy who should more clearly be kept a thousand miles away from this Title X federal agency? the one responsible for making available contraceptive and reproductive health services to indigent women. A guy whose purpose in life is more diametrically opposed to the very raison d'etre, reason for existence, of that family planning government agency. Well, yes, you can probably guess what I'm going to tell you now. Out of 300 million Americans, George W. Bush chose to head the Title X program, none other than Dr. Eric Kerouac, 
The technical title of his position is Deputy Assistant Secretary for Population Affairs. Bush had to work hard to find someone so inappropriate, quote, Given that the vast majority of American women welcome and use contraception, the White House searched high and low to find someone with such crazy views. It's an obvious effort to placate Bush's ultra-right-wing base, which is still smarting from the recent election results, close quote. Now, to be fair, the good doctor, quote, now claims that he disagrees with these approaches, close quote. Yes, he's had an epiphany, an enlightenment experience, a road to Damascus revelation. Yeah. The New York Times dryly notes that Dr. Kerouac's supposed change of view is, quote, a repositioning that seems very belated, close quote. Seems very belated. The overly polite New York Times. How about it is clearly the claim of a liar? Advocates in the area of women's health and reproductive rights have reacted to Bush's appointment with appropriate dismay. Here's Nancy Keenan of NARAL Pro-Choice America, quote, Once again, we see what lengths this president will go to in order to pacify his anti-birth control right-wing base, close quote. June Zeitlin, executive director of the Women's Empowerment and Development Organization based in New York, said, quote, His appointment is an insult to American women. It's outrageous, close quote. And Planned Parenthood's president, Cecil Richards, said of Dr. Kerouac, quote, His professional history makes clear he should be stamped with a warning label against women's health and safety. Appointing an individual who has crusaded against birth control to head the nation's family program makes a mockery of women's health, close quote. Just like the right wing makes a mockery of all that is good and just. Even in that bastion of loony left thought, Utah, the Salt Lake Tribune called for Bush to withdraw the nomination, quote, It would be an affront to women to elevate Kerouac to such an important post, close quote. These groups and others are concerned that by issuing restrictive guidelines and drastically changing spending priorities, Dr. Kerouac could wreak havoc on the Title X family planning programs. As Roberta Riley, consulting counsel for Planned Parenthood of Western Washington, put it, quote, It is mind-boggling to contemplate what Kerouac will unleash on American women if he takes the reins of Title X. Will he divert government funds to extremist groups? Will he close down family planning clinics and replace them with Christian counseling centers? That's what happens when the proverbial fox is set loose in the chicken coop. Close quote. In case you think this is just being an alarmist, Riley notes that, quote, it has already happened globally. With the nod from Bush, extremists have hijacked international health efforts, diverting funds to abstinence-only efforts, and spinning misinformation about condom use to derail developing countries' efforts to prevent HIV transmission. Now Bush's appointment of Kerouac threatens to bring such ideological quackery home. The last thing this country needs is a zealot who scorns contraception in charge of women's health. Close quote. The Bush administration does already spend $158 million a year on abstinence-only education programs. A major effort is being undertaken to derail the Kerouac appointment. 
The Federal Department of Health and Human Services is the federal agency that administers Title X. NARAL, the Planned Parenthood Federation, and 23 other reproductive health care providers and advocates have sent a letter to the Secretary of Health and Human Services, Michael Leavitt, urging him to reconsider Kerouac's nomination. The letter states in part, quote, We strongly believe that Dr. Kerouac's views are out of step with scientific evidence, the mandates of the Title X program, and the 98% of American women who will use birth control during their reproductive lives. Clients seeking contraception, STD testing, information, and counseling have a right to expect health services that reflect sound public health goals rather than a political agenda. Given that much of Dr. Kerouac's career appears to have been dedicated to dissuading women from availing themselves of family planning services, we believe that Dr. Kerouac would neither be inclined nor should he be trusted to carry out and enforce the goals of Title X. Close quote. I love that, would neither be inclined nor should he be trusted to. Democratic legislators have also written to leave it, urging withdrawal of Kerouac's nomination. The Bush administration, though, is sticking by its guns, making statements like, Dr. Kerouac is, quote, highly qualified and a well-respected physician, close quote, and, quote, we have confidence that he'll perform his duties effectively and in accordance with the law, close quote. Unfortunately, Bush doesn't need the Senate's approval for this nomination, but several of the Democrats who signed the letter to leave it are likely to head committees that control funding for the Department of Health and Human Services, so there may be some good leverage there thanks to the recent midterm election results. Now let's put this whole situation into a broader context. Listen to Rush Limbaugh's boast. Roosevelt is dead! His policies may live on, but we're in the process of doing something about that as well. Roosevelt is dead. His policies may live on, but we're in the process of doing something about that as well. Two ways that Roosevelt's safety net and its progeny, like the Title X program at issue here, can be destroyed, as the right so dearly wants, are by repealing those measures and by defunding them. A third way is to destroy them from within. That's what's going on here. Appoint someone to run the program who will stop it from doing what it's designed to do. No mind that government programs such as Title X protect the health and the very lives of millions of American citizens. As the advocacy groups correctly stressed in their letter to leave it, Kerouac's views, quote, could jeopardize the health of millions of American women, close quote. In its editorial, the New York Times wrote, quote, Americans who are expecting a more moderate administration in the wake of this month's elections may find all this shocking. But to the unchastened Bush White House, apparent opposition to contraceptives, abortion, and science was the opposite of disqualifying. It was a winning trifecta, close quote. The newspaper forgot a fourth element. If something will increase human misery, suffering, pain, and death, that's the final litmus test for whether a policy is truly right-wing. Bush's appointment of Kerouac passes that test with flying colors. In my line of work, you've got to keep repeating things over and over and over again. You've got to catapult the propaganda. 
tells a lot of lies about Hugo Chavez. One of the biggest they tell is a one-word lie when they call him a dictator. For example, here's Jonathan Honig, a right-wing guest on a Hannity and Combs segment. Who, who is Hugo Chavez? He's a socialist dictator, a dictator, a socialist dictator. Well, the right desperately spreads lies about Chavez because, as we've discussed in several past podcasts, Chavez is using the oil wealth of Venezuela to provide food, health care, education, and housing to the majority of Venezuelans who are hungry, sick, uneducated, and living in hovels. Chavez does this instead of funneling all those megabucks to the already rich, which is the right-wing desire and the past practice in Venezuela. What an evil man Chavez is, isn't he? The right doesn't like any example to be set anywhere on earth of the wealth of a nation being used to help the poor. Well, here's the definitive rebuttal to the dictator lie. My sources are the Associated Press, Time.com, ABN.info.ve, Prensa Latina, and the International Herald Tribune. Venezuela held its presidential election this past Sunday. Polls, including an AP Ipsos poll, had consistently said Chavez would get in the region of 59% of the vote. The result Sunday? He won 61 to 38%, just like the polls said he would. According to the Venezuelan government, Chavez won every state within that nation. Chavez's support has actually been increasing over the years. In various past elections, he received 55 58 and 59 percent of the votes. This year it was 61 percent. The kicker is this headline from Time magazine, quote, Venezuela's opposition concedes Chavez is here to stay. How big was the leftist leader's re-election victory? So big his opponents didn't even cry foul, close quote. Chavez's opponent, Manuel Rosales, who was the unity candidate of the opposition, did not claim fraud had changed the election results, as opposition candidates had done in the past. Morales told his followers, quote, Many prefer a lie, but the truth is that they routed us. Close quote. The truth is they routed us. Shades of George W. Bush conceding a thumpin'. A thumpin' and now a rout for the right. The good news keeps rolling in, huh? Actually, I should also mention that the leftist progressive candidate in Ecuador, Rafael Correa, just won the presidency there, also by a wide margin, 57 to 43 percent. All this is enough to bring a smile, oh, let's admit it, a wide grin, to my face and maybe to yours as well. Is it any wonder the Venezuelan opposition to Chavez was routed when the majority of Venezuelans finally have a president who is ruling in their interests, not that of a tiny rich elite slice of the population? Next time you hear an ignorant or lying or both right-winger, is there any other type actually? Next time you hear one of them spewing out the dictator Chavez line, tell him or her to shut the heck up 
and try speaking the truth for a change. Oh, wait. Am I really suggesting you ask a right-winger to speak the truth? What an exercise in complete and utter futility that would be. Here's a listener comment posted on PodcastAlley.com. When you go vote for Blast the Right there each month, which a few hundred more of you out there really need to do if you've listened to and enjoyed this podcast so far, when you go vote there, you can leave a comment. It's not mandatory, but many people voting for Blast the Right do leave a few words. This one really touched me. Quote, your very professional and well-informed podcasts are the first I download whenever I can connect to the Internet. Unfortunately, this is not easy where I am living, Laos. But nevertheless, I have managed to save all your shows. Keep up the good work. I am a Swiss national working for the last 13 years on a forest restoration project with villagers. Signed, H.B. He actually has his name on the internet, but maybe he didn't realize it would be posted, so I'll stick with his initials. Thanks for making that comment, HB. Sort of cool to think my Long Island-accented voice is reverberating through a village and maybe even a forest in Laos. Well, that'll about wrap it up for today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend about Blast the Right and vote for Blast the Right at podcastalley.com. There's a one-click link to do each of those on my podcast homepage. You get to the podcast homepage by typing in Blast the Right in Google, and I'm the first result. Voting this month is not going so well. Currently, Blast the Right is at number 14. We got kicked off the Podcast Alley Top 10. If you enjoy this podcast, please show it by going to podcastalley.com and voting. I really appreciate it when I get those votes. Come on, guys. We can do a lot better than number 14. Let me also mention Blast the Right compilation CDs are now available. What a perfect stocking stuffer or other holiday equivalent for your friendly local right-winger or for your friends who are progressive who you can turn on to Blast the Right. Information about the compilation CD is available on a linked page from the podcast homepage. The link is right next to the two little pictures of the CDs. Now a word from another progressive podcaster. There is nothing wrong with your computer. We control the sound. We control the Congress. We control the Senate.
Democrats are in power. GOPExposed.com Where you'll hear truths like this. He liberated Iraq. All of us want peace. GOPExposed.com Music credits. The bumper music was Catapult the Propaganda by Nye's Music and Clinton is to Blamo by The Freedom Toast. We'll close with a little bit of You Razzle Dazzledom by Bill Jacobs. Links to all the music I play on Blast the Right can be found on my music resources page. Links to all the statistics and quotations I use can be found on the data resources page. Both of them are linked to off the main podcast homepage. Thanks to radio talk show host extraordinaire Tom Hartman for the Rush Limbaugh audio clip. Keep all that great email coming in. You can write to me at rational at adelphia.net. If you want to call in and make a comment for me to play on Blast the Right, Dial 310-933-5891 and leave your message. I can also be reached on Skype to leave a message. My Skype name is Jack from Blast the Right. So, until next time, I'll sign off and say I love you all, including all you right-wing misguided souls. Gave up the old Bible Belt Bailey who you bamboozled old. Forget your AWOL and your DUI. You gave them a show that always pleases. Your friends claimed you were endorsed by Jesus. You're razzle-dazzle-dum, razzle-dazzle-dum, razzle-dazzle-dum. And made sane people cry.